This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Z Nation fans! Welcome to another episode of the Z Nation After Buzz After Show. Today we are covering Season 2, Episode 15, All Good Things Must Come to an End. Aww. How did we get to the finale already? Right? When did that happen? Uh, Friday, Friday night. night. Oh yeah, I guess <laughs> yeah. so. Thank you. <laughs> well, we should probably go ahead and get the ball rolling, because we've got some fantastic special guests with us tonight. To my left, Katie Cullen. Hi all my buddies, you can find me on Twitter at Kiajay. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also keeping an eye on the live chat and the hashtag ABTVZNation. So if you got something fun to say or any questions for our guests, throw them in there. You may well get a shout out. Please do. We love hearing from you guys. Michelle Cullen. Hello, everyone. You can find me on Twitter at Michelle underscore Cullen. It is my name. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> it is indeed. Did you run out of name jokes? I did. <laughs> and I cannot have another. It's so hard to find them. Well, we have one of our very special guests, Russell Hodg- uh, Hodgkinson, uh, who plays Doc on the show. He's joining us again. Uh, you were joining us on the finale last season. Yes. Now you're back again. It's just worked out that way. How cool. <laughs> hey, all you after buzzards and <laughs> Z-whackers. <laughs> after buzzards. I love it. I'm keeping it. Yes. That. Yay. Let's Hashtag after buzzards. After whackers. <laughs> Maybe oh, not a that. good plan to go with that one. Yeah, that's, and that's, now that's, we hit after buzz after dark territory. Exactly. <laughs> and also joining us on the couch, the showrunner and co-writer of this episode, Carl Schaefer. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and also co-writer of this episode, Daniel Schaefer. How's it going, everyone? Now... How is everybody tonight? Because I'm. It's now that a couple days has passed since the finale's aired. How has it all sunk in yet that the season is wrapped up, or does it not feel that way? Because you guys <laughs> went right back to work. What's well, funny? The season felt really long. I, I went back and looked at um, like episodes five and six, and it seemed like it was another season again. Yeah. So mm-hmm. much has happened yeah. this season, and and the characters have changed so much over the the arc of the season. Um, but on the other hand, we're already back in the writer's room, and we just turned over the last episode at the last second last week. So um, it just seems like one big apocalypse. No, it's, yeah, it's like, <laughs> I started on SAF in December of last year and haven't <laughs> haven't stopped Z-Nationing until uh, essentially the last five minutes of the live tweet. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I, but I, we're still in the room, so. So basically, yeah. holiday season, you guys are just going to collapse for a little bit. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, essentially. All right, that so, sounds like a really good plan for holiday season. Yeah. I think we're all just going to be like, nope. Agreed. So, getting to the episode itself, initial thoughts, because this was kind of a hell of a... I will say, it's not death from above season <laughs> finale, but this was a really interesting way to kind of leave off with all of our different characters. Everybody's in very, very unique situations that was unlike the way things were left off last season. Oh, yeah, just 
skipping right to the end talking about that cliffhanger. (laughs) It's on everyone's mind. Let's do it. I feel like this one was almost worse than last season because it's much, much more personal. Last season was, well, if we don't get renewed for season two, uh, this is quite literally how the world ends. (laughs) Ta-da! And this one's like, no, you are invested. See you next year. Yep. So it's, it's, it's a very different sort of... It's not rocks fall, everyone dies. It's like, no, we have you by the heartstrings now. You're coming with us. Yep. Playing them like a harp. <laughs> dance uh, puppets dance. Are you sure it was... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's more like a metal guitar it with just the things that are breaking and the air guitar. It was. I agree wholeheartedly with that. Season one finale was very much a well. Everybody is facing some nukes. This, <laughs> yeah. is, this is pretty literally unified. the nuclear option. Yep, just the nuclear option, and then this. Uh, finale, I it took me a couple times watching it to appreciate everything that was happening at the end because I was just so excited. Emilio, uh-huh. <laughs> I just okay, felt like doing the Rambo thing <laughs> off into the wilderness, <laughs> like bye. That. <laughs> there was a lot to pay attention to this time around. Um, but yeah, we have about five or six integral different things happening at once that you're like, no, but I love them. No, but I love them. <laughs> no, but I want. <laughs> That's, I made a lot of noises <laughs> watching <laughs> the season two finale. We, we all That's sort of what we go again. by. We, yeah. we, we, our testing is if everybody's making the same noise in the audience at the same time. <laughs> the panic <laughs> squeal is a good sign. Right. That or I gasp. Yep. They all gasp. It's the uh, uh, heard around the world. <laughs> For me, the, this season finale is a little bit more existential than last season because we have, you know, Citizen Z looking up at the sky last season going, well, Freaking apocalypse, man. But this one, everything is so uncertain and not in a way of like, oh, that's impending doom right above us. Every, like, because Murphy is riding off into the sunset, Vasquez rode off into the sunset. Vasquez ran off into the trees. That's a little different. (laughs) Like Like, an antelope. It it was like a beautiful gazelle motion (laughs) up the hill. With his weapon. <laughs> Got those did. Vasquez feels? We see a lot of those on our social media. He was, yeah. th- this was Hashtag Vasquez gets a little steamy. <laughs> it, I shouldn't have oh, found gosh. it as funny as I did, but I found it hysterical. Starting with the rolling the picture up in the bandana, like, you're going to ruin that picture. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get real sticky. I appreciated the symbology behind that motion in the symbology. Yeah, I made up a word. It's a beautiful word. Hashtag symbology. Thank you, Carl. I totalitarian got it. That's actually a word already, though. Yeah, but it's you got to make up a word. Everybody's goal for this episode is to make up a word. I'm winning. So far. Michelle won the rest of hashtag. Well, anyway, um, so talking about being on the set, because a few of you guys were on the set for this finale, I want to know, how did it feel wrapping up this season in comparison to last season? Well, I'm just a little sad thinking about it, just being here thinking about it, because I don't feel like the group is ever going to be the same again. And um, so, I don't know, just hearing about the... Thinking about the last episode, yeah. I'm a little sad about it. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm there are a lot of changes. <laughs> well, it's also, yep. a, a, yeah. as far as crew is concerned, um, we actually shot uh, 2.15 second to last. Uh, we shot episode 14 last in the chronology so we could do the flashback looks and, yeah. and cut everyone's hair. And yeah, I was going to say, like there there were quite a few uh, alterations in the last episode. So yeah, yeah, and it was different, definitely interesting shooting the finale. And, and actually, looking back at uh, my pictures the other day, I realized... We shot the Murphy goodbye scene was like our first day on set too, so it was it was like all of these like heavy moments were actually kind of oddly out that of order. That was a hard scene too. You could, it was. We, we rewrote that a bunch of times and all, all yeah, all, yeah, say yeah, goodbye Murphy's to goodbye. Murphy and oh, oh, the one the, yeah, and all uh, you guys had different opinions about what you wanted to say wanted to, to each give, other. Yeah, and, I wanted and to give we, him the seaweed and <laughs> right. thanks for letting me do that. Right. <laughs> 
No, it was, it was tough to figure out what, what everybody would actually say to each other and how they would react and yeah. how they or how they wouldn't say anything. Cause yeah, exactly. Initially, everybody had, like, big speeches that they said to everybody that we wrote, and then we just kept cutting it down and changing it. Yeah. Until, you know, eventually it just gets to be, like, a nod between him and Addie. Yeah. But, but you understand the whole thing. But, but it's, so, you yeah. know, it's so cool and so gratifying as an actor to know that we've got that kind of um, – um, leeway and that you guys always mm-hmm. got our back and, and you're open to our ideas as you know and everybody's input it's all collective and well we, we've lucked out with such a creative cast and just being able to like go through like even on set like being able to make these quick changes like like Russell and I like one, one of my favorite lines in the in the whole uh, finale that was just like Russell and I like couldn't find the right words for uh, when when he walks in and, and sees Lorena, and so we just like that's not right. Hold on, listen, and we just like bounce back and forth, and ended up with <laughs> "Ding dong, the bitch is dead," which is my favorite line of the season. And like which, uh, Michelle pointed out while we were watching it, it's like one final Wizard of Oz reference. Yeah. It was a little bit of closure to that whole Lorena. Experience. Nice right. little bookend, yeah. A lot of fun, but yeah, every every basically every cast member that we've had on this season has had nothing but really good things to say about the collaborative nature of this show and well, how that's, that's the truth. That's because that's the truth of it. Well, a it's the only way we get the show done. <laughs> yeah. you know? it's like if there was a, if there was like one person dragging their feet, we wouldn't get through the yeah you know, we get a little the episodes mm-hmm. and 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 a, a goal from the very beginning of the show was that we, I wanted to make sure the audience felt like we were having fun like if they could tell that we were cracking up behind camera and that and that and I think a lot of our fans would just as they just as much like to work on the show as they would be in the show <laughs> um you know they'd like to come be a makeup person or you know um, blowing things up, or one of our effects people, or something like and, that. And our crew has the most fun of like a, a very professional, hardworking crew who are putting in this. Well, when you let them have insane amount of work, <laughs> yeah, um, that right there. But yeah, but but count. even just like like getting to spend as much time on set because I, in addition to the writing, I've been the set photographer for season two and. And getting to see every little facet of it, um, really in documenting the behind the scenes, you realize, like, everyone's having a ton of fun putting stuff together. Like, even stuff as simple as the the logo, the original logo for Z-Weed um, was something that, like, it was a family effort. It was uh, our one of our lead design guys had his kids help design it. And it, it's like, <laughs> like, it's a very family, like, the, the uh, every aspect of the crew from the two of us down to, like, the, like, the, the Giles or half of our crew seemed to be, like, this one family. Well, it's because it um, is family. Yeah, I mean, it really it's is. one big family. It really is. Well, the show is so, uh, um, you know, sort, sort of low budget and, and, uh, quickly shot and everything that everybody has to chip in because we're not like a normal show where we you have enough money to build a set or to have the exact right costume or you know it's all like what can we possibly get done under the time <laughs> and it's like everybody has to chip in and have the ideas and mm-hmm. and uh and we, we take ideas from all of them you know and just incorporate it all in so even yeah. the grips are funny on it. Oh, yeah. oh, we got the best grips in the world. Oh, grip my God. Z, Those baby. Guys, Hashtag Grip Z. Hashtag Grip Z. They're hilarious. We love them. Yeah, we love them. We talked to a couple people, and most people have said the most challenging thing about this season has just been the time. Like the turnaround time for every single episode is just so quick and so fast it's under paced a week. that you guys just have no time to be dragging your feet, as you said. Right, right. Well, in every episode, too, was just like there was some big challenge that we had like okay in this episode 10,000 zombies are going over a cliff or in this episode a giant wheel of cheese is going and we had no idea when we're saying this stuff like how we're going to do it or if it's even you know so the crew would get really nervous every week <laughs> um, and, and not know that we had been planning a lot of these things because it's I mean, you know, it's like we think it up in the writer's room, like, the oh, there'll be a giant wheel of cheese. But we've been thinking about it for nine months by the time we get around to shooting it and have it all sort of figured out. But the crew always doesn't know that when they read the script the first time. It's like, now, now we in for this time? <laughs> now that the season is complete, is there anything about season two that you guys were kind of hoping would make it in? ended up being cut for time or it just didn't work. Is there anything looking back that you would change? Well, actually, <laughs> um, the opening, uh, here's a little it's not a spoiler, but um, some news. Um, we're doing a uh, two hour special episode as like the intro for season three mm-hmm. but it's actually the, the episode, we were nowhere near this episode from season two. 
Um, so it's going to be a flashback episode from uh, early in season two, um, and uh, that will set up characters and things that are going to happen in season three. Um, so yeah, we did there, and it's all the stuff we would have done if we had any idea what season three was going to be. Uh, but now that we do, <laughs> well, you, you know, you just didn't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, so yeah, exactly. We're going. Well, there there'll be a two hour movie. That's all the stuff we couldn't cram into uh, season three. That's so exciting! Cool. I'm sincerely looking forward to that. Oh, oh it's a great. Popcorn. It'll be. It's going to be a good episode. Yeah. It'll so we're co writing that this season. So I'm writing one hour, and he's writing the other. Um, so we're we're having another little father son show. That'll be a lot of fun. Oh, nice. awesome! Then again, very fitting that we end, and then that's the way we start for the next one. I like it. So, do you guys want to talk about this opening action sequence? Yes, a little bit because we meet Auntie, who mm-hmm. is just a gem. She's, she's just the best. She's, she's great. She was so much fun. Jane Taney. She was Jane. fantastic to have on set. I didn't trust her at the end of last episode, and then by about five minutes into this one, it was like, yep, this person. At least join the party. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone's got that aunt at Thanksgiving, the one with the Uzi under the table. Just <laughs> Not at she, Thanksgiving. And she pulled that rack and the whole rack. Right, right, right. Yeah, guns come down. That was a surprise to the cast. We, we really? You know, guys didn't know that? We didn't know. And suddenly she pulled it, we're like, oh, shit. So well, that, that was, was a sincere uh, reaction. Yeah, it was a sincere <laughs> that reaction. Was wonderful. That, that was a cool. collaboration between uh, me, the props guy, and the stunt guy, all trying to rig this thing up like for an hour or so the day before and not getting it to work. And then finally we realized, like, oh, wait, we can just drop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just had her pull this and just literally, like, like Alex Terziev, who has been our phyto zombie. He has been our, he's like, he's our stunt, uh, head stunt guy and just does way too much on the show. It's just like his arm is just out of frame and just lets go of it. Bam! <laughs> Very low tech uh, solution. Oh, it yeah. worked, though. It, totally it works. Worked. I mean, it worked and it was effective. <laughs> mm hmm. But we have another group of bounty hunters coming in at the exact same time, <laughs> claiming that they also have the Murphy. Itchy and, and scratchy. <laughs> Wait, what? No, well, no, the, no, no, wasn't, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't itchy. itchy and no, itchy. Yeah, the, we uh, at least one of the other writers and I were referred to them as itchy and scratchy. But then yeah, they, they ended up being right. like nearsighted, like bald dude. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, the names <laughs> of the characters. Yeah. What are we gonna do tonight, Brain? <laughs> They were good, those guys. Good actors. Oh, they were they fantastic. Were. We, yeah, we, they were we, scary and intimidating. We had a lot of great, like, just guest cast. Yeah, we did. Um, oh, well, yeah. Local Sketchy guys, people, you know, like guys that come in and play crazy people or something like that. We yeah. had some really good performances. We sure did. All season long from local guest cast up there. Yeah. No, there's lot- a lot of great talent up in Spokane. And Seattle. Yeah, in Seattle. Right, right. There were a lot of them coming out. Seattle yeah, a lot of great extras this season. I, I always think back to episode two when it was just pure chaos of a whole bunch of <laughs> bounty hunters running around and our main cast members, and you guys just didn't look like you had a chance to breathe the entire episode. There was so much going on. About That's right. literal. I mean, <laughs> that fight about killed me. I must oh, tell yeah. you. Yeah. And I had my awesome out of body experience. That was so cool. Was so I didn't know how they were going to do that, but they, they got that really cool um, special effects guy. Yeah. Um, I forget his name. Uh, Jason uh, McKee. No, not Jason. Oh, you uh, mean the the uh, uh, friend of the Alex's. trapeze guy that yeah, flew the tra- you? Yeah, and put me on those um, straps, and I, they tilted me over as they as the camera showed me roll over to see my body. You know, very cool little contraption I got in. That sounds so cool. But the fight itself was really physical, and, and I was incredible. And me and the other actor were just you know we're old man. It was hard. <laughs> Like, we were dying. I, I was in the I was in the room. I was actually about like six inches out of frame for that whole thing. And the the room we were shooting in is barely bigger than this one. And they're just going full hard with like like two cameras with two guys to each camera. And I was literally laying like between the legs of our main camera guy, like <laughs> taking pictures. Um, but yeah, that that was one of my favorite fights all season. That was too. one of my favorite episodes too. John Himes uh, directed that, and uh, it was directed this one as well. Yeah. That, that, feel, yeah. Yeah. that episode was the apocalypse America wants. Like, yeah. like, all right, we get to run outside with our guns and shoot anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. No morality. <laughs> Forget it. When Murphy falls off into that pool full of zombies, that was just epic. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. so cool. That was amazing in an awful sort of fashion. Oh, we stopped traffic in Spokane, throwing <laughs> a guy off the top of the hotel. <laughs> We sure did. I can like imagine. people were just like holding their phones out the window. <laughs> just like, yeah. just, no one's concerned. Let's That's just good. film this. We need the best one. Someone just evidence. shouted from like down the block. Is he gonna be okay? <laughs> <laughs> we're just filming. He's fine. <laughs> oh, oh, we're acting. 
would have been funny. No! <laughs> Is he going to be okay? We're not what sure! We're not sure! Oh. But to get back to this one, this yes. was a really cool, tense moment, just having this other group. At the same time, I didn't necessarily think of them as that much of a threat because our group has been proven to be so competent. So when 10K ended up getting more, like potentially mortally wounded, I was really surprised and to I was taken me, aback. That's a brilliant narrative decision because then you have the fight with the Zeros afterwards and 10K has proven himself to be a threat with minimal ammunition and maximum distance. Improvised weaponry, and I mean, the guy carries a bag of what are they like sprockets? Gears, yeah, gears, gears. Yeah. and he's deadly with a slingshot. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been a fight if he'd still been in it. So removing him made that scene that much more intense. You needed him out of the way. It's, it's the reason they removed Hulk from Civil War. Like yeah. you know, who's gonna win? <laughs> Same idea. <laughs> it's just not fair. Was really? that the idea behind it? Well, a lot of it was we knew we wanted to put, uh, we wanted to get 10K on the sub with Murphy, um, and, um, and put him in jeopardy and just have something, you know, and, and just keep, keep the audience knowing nobody is safe and at any, any time, even if they're not going to kill, we might knock them out of commission or, you know, it's, it's the unexpected is what we're always going for. Uh, On our show, we almost do the opposite of fan service. We see who everyone (laughs) likes and we like dangle them on a thread over a pit of alligators. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a season three teaser for what we, we're going to have you by your shoelaces (laughs) over some zombie alligators. Well, we had the elevator, so. Yeah, we had the elevator. Yeah. And you were right. This is how we get our zombie sharks. I, yep, zombie sharks. <laughs> that, that's, Can we that's have what them? We want. Can we have it, please? That is that is what I think we we'd want. have to do. Way I guess uh, maybe dolphins because they're mammals, so that you could guys technically know that there's an Italian zombie movie where a zombie fights a shark. Is it, it fights not, a shark? Yeah, <laughs> not Z area, is it? No. I don't remember the name, but yeah, there's there's an Italian zombie movie where a zombie fights a shark for some reason. Hmm. I don't oh, know I'll why. Have to look in the water, like yeah, a swimming the zombie. Yeah, it's just hanging out Doesn't on the bottom. Seemed like of the a ocean. fair fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think the zombie came out on top. So yeah, well, yeah, well, we have a killer whale fighting a zombie <laughs> next season. So, so there. After Take that, hashtag places. blackfish. Right. <laughs> Take that Italian zombie movie whose name exactly. I don't remember. Exactly. Um, but yeah, to kind of get back, I I like the idea, and not only that, but you also have <laughs> the tension that has been going on for most of the season between Murphy and 10K. Yeah, and so to have that built to this very unsettling, again ambiguous end of did he leave him behind? Like, did he intentionally leave him there to die? Or what did we do? I forget. What, what did uh, we kill him? No, we uh, well, find out. We <laughs> <laughs> He's lying down you in better, the raft. So so I got to remember to figure that out. Yeah, I'm not sure. Season. Yeah, we got to figure that out. I, I loved the line that Murphy said before he went with Dr. Merch, where they were like, don't worry, we'll take care of your man. He's not my man. He's just a byproduct of the apocalypse I couldn't seem to shake. Right. Uh-huh. Like, that was powerful. Um, even though they've <laughs> been through things and they've needed each other to survive, continuing on the journey since Cassandra, it's very clear that they still hate each other oh, so much. He's the only one where Murphy's just like, goodbye. Maybe, Everyone maybe. Else. I don't know. Some, but part of me thinks he, you know, he won't admit to liking any of them, other right. than maybe Roberta. But no, don't get attached. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the apocalypse. The second you get attached, we come in with scissors. Well, yeah. everyone else, he's <laughs> got at least two uh, two cares to rub together about them. But uh, for ten k, well, eh. he's still rubbing something. Well, ten k has openly sorry. said that he's going to kill Murphy someday, but that day just happens. <laughs> today to not is be today. not that day. Right. Tomorrow doesn't look good either. Yeah. So even if Murphy does like him, he knows that like, yeah, that we should probably steer clear of that kid just mm. just to be safe. That's, I was expecting Murphy to bite him. Not gonna lie. Hmm. Yeah, we know yeah. he didn't. We, that we saw. <laughs> Really you just you never did. know. You just never know. Does yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put anything past <laughs> you guys at this point. Shooting on the uh, the sub did prove a lot of fun. We we took like a splinter unit out to. Um, it wasn't actually a sub. It was a uh, a battleship of some sort. The U.S. Turner Joy out in uh, Seattle, destroyer, in, um, cool. Bremerton. Nice. Um, and just it was it was so much fun. And uh, yeah, we went out with a little splinter crew. John Hyams, uh, one of our, our uh, camera guys, Peter Green, just it came out really cool. Yeah, yeah it really actually good. it actually looked like it was on a submarine 
for a lot of the shots. I mm-hmm. I very much appreciate. Yeah, the that. ship looks very similar to a sub and mm-hmm. work around it. The rest of the stuff was stock footage that we yeah. doctored and blew up and things like that. Told you that would work. <laughs> <laughs> it looks really good. But since we're talking about the submarine, do we want to talk about like the village of the damned that's like hanging out on the submarine with their yeah. creepy glowing eyes? That Those, was yeah, what about those guys? <laughs> what are we doing um, there? What is this Zona, Zona, Zona stuff? Zona, Zona, Zona. Someone in chat, Alistair Allen, referred to Zona as Trump Island. <laughs> A little, yeah, it's a little bit, accurate. yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's not kind of accurate. We could get him as a guest star, couldn't we? Like, oh, God. <laughs> he'll do no, just no. about anything for attention. No, because then we have to try to have him in the studio, and I don't want that. Uh, no, we don't have to do that, but if you guys could like have him turn into a zombie, that'd be great. Well, by next season, he won't be running for president anymore, so. Never mind. <laughs> don't go there. Just, Don't get going there, right? Well, yeah. Zona. Just, suddenly the yes. show took a turn. So, yeah. so Zona ends up, uh, we get a call back to the Area 51 episode, which I honestly wasn't expecting. Um, which, again, because uh, that was something that we talked about when, when we wrapped up that episode. We're like, what is that exactly? What could that mean? Is that going to come back? Or is it just kind of, you know, the truth is out there and that'll be the end of it for that episode? But we actually do get a solid answer as to what Zona is. And the fact that they were testing variations of the zombie vaccination on Zona residents. And... They look interesting. Oh, it's a side effect, but the vaccination's kind of wearing off, and now they're all starting to turn, including the president, leader, the founder, the founder, thank you, of Zona, who I guess is an important human being, question mark. So, so we need you to make this work, and I, I love that Murphy's immediate thing was just like, I thought this was for everyone, not just the one percent. Eventually, yep. you know. Murphy, 2016. What was that great line he right. had about being a blood bag for their rich or something? Right, right, yeah. yeah. It was a great line. I you think I'm just going to be yeah, a, blood, uh, a bag of blood for a bunch of billionaires? Yeah, yeah. It, was a great, it was a really great line. I loved it. Yeah, no, yeah. and I, I love... The the second they they turned around and you see just their glowing eyes, it was like, this is not good. And something also kind of to just kind of know is he asked a couple guards to get out of the room and they didn't listen to him. So just because mm-hmm. they have a variation of the zombie virus in the same way that he does, it doesn't mean he can control them. Right, they don't have his antibodies. Right. Yeah. Them, yep. So he doesn't really have any connection to them. Yeah, no, they had to be told to get out by somebody else, which, that was a terrible idea, Merch. That was a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> but I, see, she doesn't know how bad he is, because she hasn't been watching the whole now. season, right? Like, two seasons. <laughs> All the nonsense he's been Don't on. have La- Netflix in last, the apocalypse. Last time she saw him, he was just some dopey volunteer, so uh, yeah, she, she didn't expect him to be bad. She's like, I can't even tell if that's really him, and then he started mouthing off. And then oh, he, that's him. Yeah, he said the line that he said in episode one, and I went back yeah. and watched it to see if it was done with the exact same inflection and Keith Allen did wonderful. It was yeah, yeah. the exact He's, same power wow. and anger yeah, behind that. Down and <laughs> it's like, oh, yep, now I recognize him. Pike me okay. or I will hunt you down and eat your brains. He, yeah. he, he was practicing that. He like stepped away from the set to practice that and I happened to like just like catch him like just out of the corner of my eye doing it and just he was like, oh man, it was so intense watching him like prep for that. It was it was so cool. He works hard. He doesn't miss many details, so he's he's. I love when he uh, he made the choice to walk right in front of the lamp. That was great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I gave him a little thumbs up from behind the scenes, especially with the makeup. Choice. It was a very powerful, really, really cool mm-hmm. image. That was a good choice. I want to know from you guys: uh, Did you guys always plan on bringing merch back, or was that something that you were like, ah, oh, maybe there is a CD? No, that was always not. yeah, that was always the plan. Um, originally, they were going to get to California at the end of the first season. And then, um, then the sub was going to fire the nukes. And then we decided to um, that it would be too soon to sort of change the nature of the show. And the network was afraid, like, well, what if everybody likes season one? We don't want to change it. We want to keep, <laughs> keep them on the road. So we stretched that out, that, that part of the story out longer. Uh, but, yeah, she was always coming back. Um, and, and he was always going to kidnap her with, uh, you know, some plan in mind. Can we talk about Curian's head in the box? <laughs> I loved it. Who it's wants to see him come back? Box. Come on, we gotta 
Because the I network does that, not want to see him come back. See, I said that, and then she said, well, he kind of is a dick in a box. Right. I didn't say that. I, I you, said she that. said that. Yeah, okay. I did not say that. I, said, I was about to one, say. put your head credit, in a box, and then we credit started Credit where credit is due. <laughs> yes. It's one of the lovely M people no, and, in my life. And, and Donald plays it so well, too. He's like Donald Gorin. Yeah. Like, he he's so, so much fun. To. Like that, that behind-the-scenes photo I have of him just like like hamleting with his head. <laughs> um, my favorite thing is that that head at one point was left. There's, we actually had two of those dent heads, and they accidentally left him on the crafty table. And one of them... <laughs> tipped over into a like a thing of dip and it was just like the, the most unappealing thing you've ever seen. There was this like kind of like pink chipotle colored dip and it was just like But yeah, it's like oh. Donald still manages to pull it off even as just a head in the box. So keep the zombie they, heads away from craft services. Got they it. left the head in the box on the porch. Yeah. He's still a player if someone comes by and is like, hey, I wonder what's that. Oh, God. I know. The network actually wanted to make, sh- like, like a big note was, make sure you crush his head. We want to see a <laughs> truck run over his head so he's not coming back. But then I didn't do it. I- <laughs> <laughs> so that was one was like, coming back. We ran out of time. We we had the truck and everything. But, yeah. If I could make a request it. for season three, I would love a what's in the box joke. That would what's be in the box? So did you, you left the back door open on purpose for that one then? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all right, all right. Like, we, we don't close. We're doors the show that says yes. Them. Yeah, we're the show that says yes. So, speaking of that, it looks like we finally got to see who has been uh, hacking the transmissions. Yes. As the Vietnamese, potentially Chinese, well, Chinese. Well, Chinese. Is it, it is Asian? Chinese? A group of Asian, uh, um, Asian so- survivors Asian and Legion. soldiers. Yes, because the. Epaulette is kind of very similar to the Vietnamese flag, but then it's also very close to the PLA emblem. Well, that's very observant of you. <laughs> I I don't think we saw it things. through that much, but we watched it together and we were like, "Who are they?" <laughs> and well, I Michelle said the Chinese, and they were like, "I don't think we got enough to tell." And I was like, "Hold up, I'm, gonna, I'm just going <laughs> to go back and pause and do some answer. research." I'm sure Ashley Ashley Russell, our uh, fantastic uh, wardrobe person, probably uh, did the research and did I'm the sure it's Google some sort of <laughs> accurate down to like what it's the like, soldier that that rank of soldier would be wearing. Let's yeah. make it accurate and then make one minor change so right, that we're so not the actually future. representing exactly. well, anyone and, real. And that's the other thing you have to keep in mind is that this is new world order. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, in the same way that... Right, it's not the China that's <laughs> China today, right? Yeah, it's it's exactly like in the same way that Zona was not the U.S. government anymore. Zona's not Hawaii anymore. <laughs> it was a bunch right. of it's rich Hawaii. people who Aloha, were trying Oli. to preserve <laughs> culture in so much as they saw it. So right. it's like, trying oh, to preserve their culture. I do love this we got this from Renji in the chat. Uh, Kurian is finally the head doctor. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Boo. Yay. I love it. He should have quit while Thank he was you. ahead. Thank you, that was the appropriate response. Well, he stuck his neck out for that one, and it just yeah. didn't turn out. Stop it. No. 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 Stop it. No. no. Stay on this for 20 minutes. <laughs> we could. He came I out ahead. Uh, in the end. Oh. There's a million of them, I mean... We had an episode of... Was well, that like a million voices saying no? <laughs> like, no! That was just Megan recorded a bunch of times. Oh, right. yeah. Our live studio audience doesn't appreciate the puns. Exactly. We had an episode of Robots in Disguise that was all head puns for like 45 minutes. It was That's the worst funny. thing It ever. was beautiful. So the, so we had precedent. her doing them by the end. Oh, my God, yes. Point being, to get back to what we were talking about was the Chinese coming in, or what is left of the Chinese government or Mm -hmm. a new subset government. We don't know. But basically, they have attacked our group now and have taken them hostage. Well, our group plus one. It's going to be on. No. Hector. 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 Thank you for correcting me. Soy Hector. Soy Hector. Do we want to talk about Emilio? Can, can we, we talk about Emilio? Can right? Emilio is How many sure times have I said that just like that this season? Yeah. So Several. Many times. Are you Several. an Emilio fan? I am. I watched Sons of Anarchy religiously. Awesome. And then when I found out he was going to be on this season, I was very excited because he's just a really great actor and a really cool dude. He's he has really fantastic cool fans oh everywhere. God, I mean, it's he's like really when awesome. you hang out with the guy, it's like you can't go... I mean, he draws a crowd of all kinds of people, so, too. So one thing I love is... So Emilio and I ha- have become pals over the course of the season, and we, and we go shooting together. We, there's a great range up in Spokane that they love us at. 
and so we'll we'll go shooting, and it started out like at the before the show started airing, like everyone we ran into, they were always asking about Sons of Anarchy. Oh, we love you on Sons, we love you on Sons. But the last couple of times we've like gone out and done something, not one mention of Sons. It's all like, and Scorpion, what's up? <laughs> Sting me, dude! It's like, and it's wow. the best. And I like it's, it's I love the and the oh level gosh. of enthusiasm is different too because the Sons people are like, hey man, I love your show. My bike's out back, cool to meet you. And then I like our fans are like, yeah, <laughs> just like so into it. Well, it's really cool because he was a big fan of Z Nation yeah. before he got on. And when I first met him on the stage, he's like, oh, Doc, man, can I get a picture with you? I'm like, oh my. God, he's so me? enthusiastic. Yeah, exactly. He's he's so he he's so into it. We love that guy. He just he, he, like it was on his bucket list to be on a zombie show, and he mm-hmm. goes, "That's awesome." And and, uh, and it was funny because we're when we're right in the scene where we first introduce him in in episode one this season, where he whips out the or, or uh, episode two, I guess, where he, he's got the bazooka. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yep. And and when he was when his son, he's got like an eight year old son. Um, found out he was going to be on a zombie show. He goes, "Well, we got to figure out what your weapon's going to be." And the two of them sat and like, <laughs> and they came up with like, "You need a bazooka." And then, and then when I told him like, "Yeah," in your first scene, you whip out a bazooka. He goes, "Yes, that's perfect." <laughs> like, I'm gonna. Can I tell my son it was his idea? And I said, "Absolutely." Uh, and yeah. also, and, and, the, and the tattoo on his forearm is actually his, his son, son, right? Yeah. Um, so it, it's not an actual tattoo yet. No. Um, but it is a um, it, it is a, a printout, but it is actually of his son's face, which I always thought was such a nice detail. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's really cool, and the way that it was incorporated into his backstory too mm-hmm. it was really cool. It was very powerful. Everyone has their own. Yeah, no, he really gives the show a, a, a nice those those scenes with him yeah. and Vasquez um, mm-hmm. really took the show to like that was a whole thing we hadn't really been doing. You know, that kind of like really intense uh, uh, male drama. So. And especially after seeing uh, Vasquez's the the flashback from oh, last man, episode, right. where we uh-huh. were all just like, "I'm not okay. I am not okay. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> I wasn't crying. I, I was, was just, crying. Ah! I hadn't was, seen that. I, I, that. I was not on set that day, so I actually had not seen that. One, that was so probably was like, oh, the, the darkest thing oh, you guys have done. Yes, on the funeral. Show. You guys have done was, some dark stuff. Yeah. That'll make that'll make some Buzzfeed less. So. <laughs> but it was just like, <laughs> oh no. No, no, they're not go. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! 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 Yeah, that was a legit no scary sh- uh, uh, scene. I yeah, think that really was like was. the scariest That's stuff gets. One yeah. of the most traumatic things, that, hands down, that has happened on this show. It also, uh, yeah. but that episode also speaks to like just how chill of a guy Doc is, because like when he sees someone being <laughs> eaten on his couch, he's like. Just hey man, do your thing. Have a nice. Time. Every scene's like, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. I loved the inner monologue you had. Just some oh, love on the couch, man. Just running the list of things, right? Now, yep. I I do, and the way that he was able to piece together, oh my god, that's a zombie! <laughs> very very quickly, it was fun. Well, all the sound effects, the growling and the grunting and the drooling and all the whatever it was. <laughs> Me in, I guess. That's all like our director Abram Cox, like Abram Cox and Dan Merchant in the loop room, just like groaning into a microphone. <laughs> That's got to be a fun ADR session. Um, I I do want to know because Hector, not El Scorpion, is seemingly a part of the group, or at least is being associated with the group now. Now that they've all been captured. Is there any chance of him actually being fully integrated into the group, or is there too much bad blood between them now? Well, Carl, <laughs> what do you think about well, that? Well, I mean, he, he, he is going to go along for the ride, I think, next season um, and be a part of the group, although it's not going to be easy or, you know, um, and his, you know, we'll explore the uh, uh, psychology of a guy that's had that much trauma and, and yeah, made that it. much of a personality change. I love the what, redemption story. I right, think yeah, everybody I loves think a good was, redemption story. Yeah, that's why we did it, was just to see you know somebody make that kind of a turnaround and, and also to see what happens with Vasquez on the other side of the coin and mm-hmm. what he what happened to him when he ran off and will they ever see each other again and um, so we've got some really good stuff yeah. for well, them coming paths. up next time. Yeah. Our season three board's already looking interesting. Well, we have a prediction in the chat. Will Vasquez be the one to find 10K on the shore somewhere? Mm. Uh, nobody's going to find 10K on the shore. <laughs> Not on the shore, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Although it is, it is very interesting, at least with Vasquez choosing to walk his own path now that the job is quote-unquote done or that the mission's over, because for the majority of the season, there's been a sort of romance going on between him and Warren. You could just see Warren going, damn it. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Now, at least this one's alive. And we, I know that a lot of fans, myself included, were rooting for them to get together, and that hasn't happened yet. Well, they did, but it was a dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you still sort of got what you wanted. Sort of. Not sort of. Really. No fan came up with like a good enough shipping name. What was that? I didn't hear what he said. I didn't hear what he said. Stop blowing holes in my ship. Yeah, that's from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, is that was beautiful. Oh, Thank you, on. Zach. <laughs> You're just on your A game today. I love it. Done. No, Maybe it's on part, top of, part of my job helping run the Twitter is to report I'm back so to the cast happy. and crew onto what the most active ships are. Um, so, like, 10 cast was a big one, although. But, but there, no one came up with, like, the. There was, a good there was one for Wasquez. There was, there was, like, Varen, which I thought was kind of Germanish. Um, See, and Varen. that's the point where you need to stop doing the name mishmash and come up with something really interesting in terms of phrases. I kind of love the main name mishmash, though. It's right, like, <laughs> yeah, um, but it doesn't always work. Yeah. Because that's I, our job as writers is to come up with shippable names. <laughs> Season three. Season yep. three. Yep. Um, so yeah, we we've talked about him being added to the team. Uh, was there ever? Because uh, Michael last week was talking about there being a discussion as to whether or not he died. What was the a final? Scorpion? Yeah. yeah. What was the final thing of like? No, we need to keep him around. Emilio's a badass. <laughs> well, also, I, I mean, the, the the yeah, the network wasn't sure. They didn't think we could pull off the the redemption of him. Uh, really? But but I just knew that he could. You know, I knew. Uh, um, uh, because in some ways it's sort of you know um, the the arc of the character kind of matches his his life story. Yes, it does. Uh, when, he in a very big that, way. when he was doing that monologue, oh yeah, it was intense. Right, because really he had told that, me his story, and then we, we crafted that to to he, be something that would really yeah, resonate with him. Well, it did, and he he went there, and it took a it took a while for him to get it together to 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 give that performance because uh-huh. he kind of had a little meltdown. Um, it was pretty beautiful. We were all just like, "Damn, he's good." It's no, the kind powerful. of stuff when you, when you see <laughs> on really stage, you're like, "This, well, this guy's a goddamn pro." That yeah. that's that's to he me is there. what I you know our show is unexpected, and one of the best unexpected things is when it gets really really good. Yeah. You know, and you don't you know what I'm saying? And it's like it was this goofy zombie show. You're going along with wheels of cheese, and then all of a sudden we'll hit like a really dramatic, honest scene, and yeah. they really stand out because yeah. they're you know it, it's mixed in with all this other stuff so it ca- really catches people off guard which is it really did caught us caught all of us off guard yeah and, th- and those like, are the moments where you see what the show is really about too yeah. so the rest of it's just you know window dressing and zombies <laughs> um, yeah no those it, those are the moments that make the audience completely go as well so right and you catch people and 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 I think you know the the, the walking dead does that really well too I remember early on watching that show when you knew it was a, a better show than you thought it was going to be um, in some of the early episodes where they just had really dramatic moments and all of a sudden you're going oh I wasn't expecting that mm-hmm. at all you know mm-hmm. yeah but then we got the wheel of cheese and like, <laughs> right we yeah. go the other way I, we tried to broaden <laughs> we tried to broaden things out don't <laughs> mess with the cheeses I prefer the sense of humor not gonna lie yeah well, to me, the difference is they're like zombie church, and we're <laughs> zombie bowling. Um, you know, so it's like, what do you want to do on a Friday night? Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with the Lebowski side of things, man. Right. It's like <laughs> that's zombie like bowling. your opinion, mm. man. <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. I love no, that line. You say that on set every so often. <laughs> a couple of dudisms. Good. Yeah, Dockisms are the new yeah. thing, man. Hashtag docisms will be big on Twitter next season. Oh, I can't wait. I would love those. Yeah. No, we we have a couple of questions. This has come up in chat more than once. Okay. Uh, Citizen Z. There's, yes, there, there's, that's kind of a big one because he found out he'd been hacked. And I, and he finally, finally decides to leave. And I could have sworn, and this was just based on, like, the the interviews from Comic-Con, just talking Mm -hmm. to the cast at Comic-Con, talking to you guys. I thought he was going to be leaving the base right away. I thought, and that he was going to have to try to find a way to meet up with Delta X-Ray Delta on his own. And when he didn't leave, I was confused. Uh (laughs) Well, he left for my castle for a while. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, so, coming, to have him come back 
to him once he killed all the zombies and then finding out he'd been compromised and then finally deciding to leave. I was like, took you long enough? What happened? Mm. But then we have this scene where he looks like he's freezing to death. Frosty. (laughs) And it looks like someone (laughs) is approaching him. Is that a hallucination? Is that somebody coming to his rescue? What do you guys think? It's the astronaut. Bring Eric back on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Oh, can we? Oh, that'd be great. He's he's a hoot. The hallucinatory <laughs> I think he's going to help him through this. I think so. I think that should be the case. Yes. Well, we'll have to see. We'll see who who it is and what they have in store for him. And yeah, that's a season three casting decision. <laughs> is that, that's what that <laughs> is. Speaking of, we had a question from Mike underscore New York on Twitter. He wants to know uh, which actors would you guys like to see uh, star as guest next season? To everybody on the table. Well, ooh, guest stars. Well, I, I keep wanting to implement the policy that if they die on The Walking Dead, they're welcome in our apartment. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So let's, get, let's get Glenn over here. No, it's, yeah. So he, oh, God. that he, he had one tweet that he put out that I was doing, like, fire damage on for, like, a week after. Where, uh, oh, I said that Glenn was going to be okay because Murphy had bitten him. Yep. <laughs> don't, don't, I said, I tweeted, don't worry, folks. Murphy bit him. He'll walking be Dead fine. fans did not take that lightly. <laughs> Enrique's Walking Dead group got really mad about that one on Facebook. That's so funny. People were pretty emotional this season. But But if you can't have a sense of humor, what's the point? That's why I stopped watching Walking Dead. I talked to the gals at Comic-Con, and they said Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds would be great. Isaiah Mustafa. Ooh, yeah. Mm. That could be cool. Look at your zombie. Now back to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now back to Z. I like like the the guest cast where we have people sort of playing themselves, too. I mean, I think the George R. R. Martin one was... uh, I think more people like that would uh, would be interesting to run into. I've wanted to run into a whole band of some sort. That would be cool. And just see them, like, busking on the side of the road. There we go. All I'm saying is... Nickelback is zombies. Lou Ferrigno walked into our writer's room at the asylum in one day last, last season. That's all. I'm saying (laughs) that would be um, great yeah no it it would be fun there's so much potential in our apocalypse just to like like having like actual people show up is something I'm I'm a huge fan of Um, but then also yeah just, just having like cool interesting people and we've had some great ones you guys had a lot of really great ones this season a lot of really mm-hmm. cool people come onto the show well, it's fun bring, uh, bringing people back from kind of uh, his greatest hits like uh, Iggy this season was played by Justin Shankro who played uh, an 8 year old character oh, no, yeah, in yeah. Erie Indiana back in the day and, the two kids. and proved just as wacky and fun this season um, but yeah just, just Anthony just, Michael Hall was good Anthony was Michael Hall was great having um, but yeah, just uh, and just having interesting people throughout has been maybe some uh, reality stars from like the maybe the <laughs> yeah. Food Network, Paula Dean as a zombie or <laughs> Guy Fieri, you know, Guy Fieri from in the, Diners, Drivers and Diners in the car, in the car, in the car. Drive, you know, with a machine gun on the back. Now, I just think the weirder the better. They don't have to be necessarily real actors. You know, just be a zombie and anybody can do that. If we ever did butter <laughs> zombies. We could bring in Paula Dean. That's for sure. We did cheese zombies, and so now we do butter, and then we got Paula. I love there it if you, you got go. the guys from American Pickers like still doing their job. Yeah. Right. Just yeah. Yeah. Or, That's the, not or bad. the Duck they, Dynasty. Plenty, guys. Of, plenty of good stuff up for yeah. grabs in we the should, apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the, some the, Ghost Hunter stuff. Yeah. The Duck Dynasty yes. guys. And they could be like the my relatives from. You know, that would be so <laughs> great. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> that. But I would watch that TV program. So before we run out of time, which we're running out of time, I I apologize. Uh, But we we have this ending shot, and we wanted clarification on this ending shot because we we cut to Lucy, who Mm -hmm. appears to be a few years older now. So we're like, is this a time skip? Did you guys pull a Twilight and she just ages very quickly? And there are two zombies next to her. Are those her pets? Or is that what's left of Ma and Pa Kettle? Because if you look at uh, if oh, you look at funny. the Z Nation wiki, they list them as Ma and Pa Kettle, but they don't look like really? Ma and no. Pa Kettle. Oh no, they're not. No, they're not Ma and Pa Kettle. Yeah. It's I nice to get clarification. They were because DC Douglas was super excited about potentially being back for season three, and I don't. Yeah, think yeah we'll see. We'll see Bob Pot Kettle and more of much more of Lucy next yeah, season. They were and her she playmates, is, and she is. Yeah, they were her playmates, and she is. She is aging fast. So because oh, everybody okay. knows that the zombie babies age faster. Yeah, scientific. Yeah, yeah. Scientific, scientific consensus. It's a scientific fact. So they grow up so fast, they quite literally. Fast. <laughs> Hashtag Z Nation science. Well, originally. 
you were, it was job. written that you were supposed to hear. <laughs> yeah, you were supposed to hear Mom and Pa Kettle talking over this scene. Uh, okay, um, but I guess it was just more it. cryptic to just sort of leave it. Well, the with scene the came obvious. out better than we because th- originally we th- we it was like we have to find a, gr- a girl who's as young as possible. So like three was about it, and it's like oh, we're never going to get a three year old to do anything. And that little girl was great. she was great. She was well, great, and it's her uncle is playing the zombie, and and the the female zombie's her mom. Yeah. So, okay. and she's been to the set a bunch of times because the uncle Jeremy Lindholm's played like a he's dozen zombies. zombies. Yeah, yeah. So he's oh, always okay. In there. I didn't realize that. Right. So she's been to the set and seen zombies she's before. And so she was just playing with her uncle and okay. mom dressed up and um, it was so totally she wasn't scared or anything. Not yeah. at all. No, I think no, she no, had no, a yeah. she had a great time. No, Corinne, our, uh, our our lead makeup person, posted this great photo of just uh, her like. Painting yeah, because she painted Corinne while Corinne was painting her, her blue. Oh, so I saw her. that. Cute. Super That's adorable. Cute. All right, well, we are really short on time. Do we have time for predictions, Zach? Real quick. Your After Buzz TV predictions. No last show. Yes. Take that as a yes. Okay, so the group is fractured. Some of them have been <clears> captured <throat> by a crazy random military, and Lucy is aging very, very quickly. Guys, thoughts on next season? Go. Poker face, quick. Why did you skip to me? That's not <laughs> because good. you're at the end of the table and we swing back in. So go. That's cheating. I, <laughs> I I haven't formulated any thoughts on this subject. I would love to learn more about Black Summer. The end. Katie. Vasquez and 10K going off and doing their own little thing and eventually coming back with the group. And guys, I I don't ship Addy and 10K. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't see it. No. <laughs> I um I like the idea of Hector now being a part of the group. I think yes. that's a very going to make for some very interesting dynamics. I think Murphy's going to try to do his own thing for a little bit and our group is going to try to catch up to him to stop them. That's that's my thought. Um but yeah, that's that's all I've got for this season. Um, all right, we know what we're not doing now. <laughs> <laughs> got to get back there and make those changes. Uh, <laughs> all right, so do you guys have any uh, other upcoming projects or anything that you guys are working on that you'd like to plug? It's real, all real Z quick? Nation all the time for me. I'm, I'm like chained re- to this remodeling thing. my bathroom and trying to get that finished. Uh, I think it's just like squeezing in a little bit of life exactly. in between these things. <laughs> a little bit of life. I got a trip to the dump I have to make. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah it's like cleaning your room. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'll uh, be posting a behind-the-scenes gallery of uh, exclusive Z Nation photos on my website, outlierimagery.com. That's also my uh, my handle on all social media is at outlierimagery, and you can find a lot of Z Nation exclusives through that. Can't That's wait. Good. Carl, where can people find you? At Unreal Carl. Fantastic. Russell, where can um, people keep up with you? Um, at Hodj Mahal. Um, yeah, right? There's no other thing part of that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> at Hodge Mahal. That's a Twitter yes. thing, right? Right. Yeah, yes. and there's it's Hodge with no E, so it's H-O-D-G-M-A-H-A-L. Um, yeah, on Twitter sometimes. Fantastic. Yeah. Michelle. You can find me on Twitter at Michelle underscore Cullen. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. All of my shows are on hiatus, but I know we're going to have a Ruby in January, and it's going to be great. <laughs> Guys, I'm Megan. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at The Mangwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-E-I-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, and I also write articles for the movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Thank you to everybody on the hashtag. Thank you to everybody on the live chat. We will see you all next season. Happy holidays. Bye-bye, AfterBuzzards. <laughs> <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.